We're getting closer and closer to the Culture Proof Conference 2024, and we could not be more excited. Yes, it's a great time for the whole family, a great time of ministry. Mothers, fathers, uncles, aunts, grandparents, <laughs> everybody, the kids. We have uh, something for them as well. Of course, we have the Culture Proof Kids, Culture Proof Teens. It's going to be led by Maria Hamilton, the third, the third. <laughs> and also Mark and Amy Warren. And so, That's right. man, the kids are going to be equipped, and you can have some great discussions discussion and conversation with them as you head back home. We are so excited. This year's conference is hosted by Faith Baptist Church in Bartlett, Tennessee. When registration opens, you will be among the first to know. If you go to cultureproof.net, make sure you join our email list because we are going to blast out open registration to that list first. So go to cultureproof.net. Make sure that you stay connected. We're super excited about our guests who are all joining to talk about one thing, Mm. resistance the cultural trends that rival the truth. We're going to be talking about the ways that we can remain culture-proof from Mm -hmm. scientific apologetics, biblical apologetics, cultural apologetics. How do we live in this world as faithful followers of Christ? We're going to target every age group, so make sure you show up and bring your entire family. Yes, we're going to have a great lineup of speakers, which you'll be able to view their bios on the website, cultureproof.net. Once you go on, Abraham Hamilton III, Miki Addison, we're going to have Dr. Jason Lyle, Dr. Kathy Cook, and others. It's going Dr. To be great. Renton Rathbun, Dr. Lee Brand. We are super excited. Dr. Turin Dames. Mm-hmm. I feel like by next conference, I'm going to also have my doctorate just because <laughs> it kind of flows. Anyway, hey. we're super excited about what the Lord is doing, and we want you to join us. The Culture Proof Conference happening July 18th through the 20th at Faith Baptist Church in Bartlett, Tennessee. Stay connected because more information about that is rolling out just around the corner. You're going to find that at cultureproof.net, cultureproof.net. Make sure you join the email list. We can't wait. Culture Proof is brought to you by BJU Press Homeschool. If you've come to homeschooling or you're thinking of homeschooling to preserve a solid biblical worldview in your children, you should consider the curriculum we trust to help with biblical worldview formation. BJU Press Homeschool is here for you and with you as you center Christ in the education of your kids. Visit our friends today at BJUPressHomeschool.com. That's BJUPressHomeschool.com, the premier sponsor of the Culture Proof podcast. Thanks for listening to Culture Proof. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And today we are talking about the fact that just simple and basic obedience to God's word makes you highly intelligent. I mean, I was reading an article, (laughs) and that's something like, I mean, if you think about it, there are, and you talk about this all the time with the kids, Mm. how to be a student of God's word makes you smarter than your teachers. (laughs) Yeah, the Bible, I mean, look, the Bible says that in Psalms, you know, you know, Psalm 119, I'm not sure exactly what verse, but I remember reading that as a young person and thinking, huh, 
Okay. Yeah, you have an advantage. Well, man, you know, that's another reason to get into the word of God. Amen. Now it turns out that there is even more advantage that you, just by being obedient to God's word, can show that you are highly intelligent. Like I'm I'm constantly in awe sense. about the discoveries that are made in science, even psychology. Yeah. Well, psychology is science sometimes. Yeah. Um, that point to the authority of God's word and the fact that God has designed us. And because of that uh, fact, he has every right to tell us how to live and to tell us how to live. That is the best way for not only us, but to bring glory to his name. And so I was reading this article and these are the things that fascinate me and grab my attention. It was a CNBC article and the headline is what actually grabbed my attention. It said, this trait is a subtle sign. Someone is highly intelligent. Intelligent, hmm. says a psychotherapist. And so I thought, well, I mean, I don't necessarily gravitate toward um, psychotherapists, but I thought, well, what is the trait that hmm. would appear to make someone highly intelligent? And then it goes on to say that some people are naturally gifted with this trait. So here it is. Uh, I'm just going to get into the article okay. and then we can talk about what comes to mind as we even hear <laughs> this. Okay. Okay. Sometimes the signs that someone is smart are easily recognizable. Other giveaways are more subtle. The top one being, here it is, a good listener. A good listener as a sign that someone is highly intelligent. This is according to a New York-based psychotherapist and career coach named Jenny Manape. I hope that I'm saying that name right. I don't know. Mm. And I'm so uncertain about the last name that I may actually say it incorrectly throughout this podcast. (laughs) So it will be different, but just know that I'm talking about the same person. All right. So here is what she says. People who are able to perceive an interaction holistically rather than just being in the moment and responding to the last thing you said with the first thing they thought of Mm. are usually highly intelligent. Now think about that, right? Because as I was reading this article, there's some scripture verses that came to my mind almost immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll continue and then I'll be curious to get your take on this as well. Back to this article here, it says the skill is also known as active listening and it requires more than just sitting in silence while someone speaks. Mm. Quote, active listening is when someone can listen to you at length truly taking in what you're saying and not interrupt. This is according to Manpa. Jenny. I'm just going to go by her first name, (laughs) Jenny, okay? She goes on to say that active listeners respond with questions because they are genuinely curious about what you're saying. Mm. They can hold their questions in their mind until you finish instead of interrupting. I thought about myself. Look, I'm interrupting myself. Okay. (laughs) They can hold their questions in their mind until you finish instead of interrupting to clarify or to share a thought they had just because you reminded them of it. Mm. Successful people can use this skill to foster relationships and build trust with colleagues, bosses, mentors, or anyone else around them. Many professionals believe that they're active listeners, but 70% of them actually exhibit poor listening habits in the workplace, resulting in misunderstandings and damaged friendships, according to a 2020 University of Southern California report. Now, I want to stop here and we'll go back to this article, but Almost immediately, there were some verses that came to mind. In fact, I I wanted to pull them up on my phone because I could paraphrase them, but I actually wanted to quote um, and and get it right. So there's James 1.18 or 1.19. It says, this you know, my beloved brethren, but everyone must be quick to hear, Mm -hmm. slow to speak, 
and slow to anger, mm-hmm. for the anger of man does not achieve the righteousness of God. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that, that was the, uh, uh, the scripture that came to my mind immediately uh, when you started reading this article. You know, when I think about um, active listeners and, you know, the intellect that may be tied to that, I think a lot about, um, I think mainly more than intellect, I think, um, which is kind of linked, but I think wisdom. Mm, that's good. I think it's very wise to be a person that is able to listen and and not, you know, uh, maybe interject while somebody's speaking. I, I think that is a skill because it's usually if it's a uh, passionate uh, conversation, mm-hmm. right, you want to like uh, immediately say what you're feeling because sometimes you, you think, well, I might forget what I'm going to say mm-hmm. or you just want to answer what has been said like right then and there. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, wisdom is being able to hold that question yeah. or that statement and wait until the person finishes. You know, they're, they're, um, they may finish their statement. I think that's that's wisdom. So when I look at that, I'm like, okay, I can see how they would say, you know, smart people do this. I would tie it to wise people mm-hmm. do that. You know. So what do you? Well, let me ask this. That's that's a great distinction to make. I'm just curious to know how would you just in your own, in your way, how would you define the difference between intellect and wisdom? Yeah. Uh, I think intellect is more in my mind of being able to have um, knowledge about something or Mm. you you understand something. Like there's a knowledge about certain things. I, I think wisdom is being able to, you know, not only have that knowledge, but how how to apply it. Yeah. So yeah. if I'm applying wisdom in that situation, the application is that I'm listening and I'm not interrupting. Mm-hmm. That's that's wisdom. That's uh, that's applying something that I, I believe is biblical that yeah. like we just read. Yeah. You know, but that's applying it in real time. Yeah. It's interesting to me that I I think that there are some in our common culture, and and I understand why. I think we can see natural abilities in people in different ways that yeah. we might look at them. And say that person is an intellectual. Maybe they think deeply about things. Maybe they process things, um, you yeah. know, in these like yeah. linear ways and they unpack things. They can take their time and and walk through a subject because they think that way. And we might ascribe a certain amount or certain level of intellect to that person. Mm. But I think even if a person is not naturally bent that way, mm-hmm. I think the wisdom that you're talking about makes a person look like that. Yeah. And the Bible even talks about that, you know, that a fool, if he keeps quiet, you know. <laughs> he's he's you know he can he's be seen as, as as wise and i, I think oh the, this goodness, article so made a, a good point yeah. that it's not just sitting in silence that's you right know, that what they're talking about you know but so it's but not actively. like it's not like quietly bumbling exactly right right it's not that there's an active active listening silence. yes oh man yes. an and, active silence and okay, so yeah. so yeah i think i think the bible you know talks about that as well but I would I would see that person as a wise person that's able to do that because mm. that's not that's not easy. No, it's really it's not. not easy, and I think it is something that some people have naturally. I think it's something that can be learned. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that we can pray to God and ask Him to help us yeah. in that area to apply wisdom in that, and He'll do it. Yeah, I was when as I was reading this article, and I'll go back to it. I was really just kind of thinking introspectively. I was thinking about myself, and I have joked a lot over the years, especially in broadcast. Right, I've I've joked a lot about being a loud listener 
that I'm listening, but I respond as I'm listening. Mm -hmm. And, and as I was reading this article, I thought, man, you know, that is not an indication that I'm not registering or thinking contemplatively. It's just sometimes I hear things that are so captivating Mm -hmm. that I say aloud that it's captivating, you know? And so, but as I was reading this article, I thought, you know, maybe I should practice keeping those things to myself and and maybe, you know, table my emotion. Mm. Because I think sometimes an immediate response can Mm. be directly connected to an emotion. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast and you are enjoying what you hear, please remember to give it a rating or to leave a comment. Let people know that this podcast is a blessing to you. It helps to grow Culture Proof and we would be so grateful. Also, if you love Culture Proof and you want to support the ministry, why not pick up some merch and look good while you support the ministry of Culture Proof? Check out every podcast. You'll find a link in the description to where you can get your Culture Proof merch and support this ministry we appreciate it yeah no i think you're right but i would from from my observations i would say that you are a you're a thought out type responder like i don't Mm -hmm. think you respond like just boom i think i'm i'm tempted to do that more than you i I think really you know maybe i would think of you as a good listener i just cut you off i'm sorry (laughs) maybe not in let's say not in um in conversation maybe i do you know take time to listen to whatever but i feel like in responding to maybe um things that happen or i think i, I really believe that you have a, a way of trying to formulate your response hmm. better than i do that's encouraging like, i think i think so i think in that way i don't know if that's tied to this but i think you do think through your responses like for instance if i want to post something on facebook right I'm just going to go with what I'm feeling right then. And it can oh have all kind of like, you know, grammar issues or things like that. And I'm like, man, but I'm Y'all, feeling this. This is it. Hear my I, cries. <laughs> but you think through and you think through how are people going to like hear this and how I don't, I tend to be like, this is just what I feel. So <laughs> I don't really care you know, how they feel about what I'm saying. Uh-huh. This is what I feel. But I, I think you're more calculated in that. And I think that, to me, that's similar to what we're talking about. That's funny, though. We've had so many conversations over the years where I've been like, Will the Great, Facebook <laughs> is not your journal. You cannot just jump on Facebook. And you're I've like, done much this, better. you I've, have. I've gotten oh, much my better goodness. At that. You really have. I don't and really because post I thought about. <laughs> well, now, come on now. Because no, I, I can it, see people saying, oh, no, man, that's she not, it's just because, the brother. No, it's just because I'm like, eh, you know, sometimes you can be casting your pearls before. No, truly. But here's the thing. I think also people don't hear tone of voice in text. And because of our sin nature, because of our sin nature, we think a person is saying something negative before we think it's positive. And I don't, you think that way, you know, like even with email responses and stuff stuff like that, that, you know, you're like, well, like maybe you said like this. Because I know you don't mean it the way it sounds. I totally don't mean it like that. And I just, I'm used to just writing just, this is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm, this is what it is yeah but i think you do a good job of thinking through that you know and sometimes it, it kind of irks me I'm like man just, just let put me it be. out there oh uh, you know just yeah. uh, you know because i i do think uh because of your thought pattern that you give a lot of disclaimers oh my goodness you so know? many but i think it's because so you're really thinking through okay man i just want to really be understood mm-hmm. and i think for me i don't think that deeply about being understood i'm like 
Here it is. You expect. <laughs> here's what I think is great, though, about that. I think you expect to be understood. Yeah. I don't expect to be understood all the yeah. time. Yeah. I, I, I expect. I think you're that, right about that. You know what I mean? And I, mm. I think there's a peace in that. I mm. think there is a there is a, a comfort in the expectation that I'm going to say this and, and people understand. Right. <laughs> I don't come usually with that right. expectation. Right. I think that I'm going to have to use uh, more words than I would like. But at the yeah. same time, I do like to use the words because I want people to know exactly what I'm right. saying. Like, I want to be understood. Right. And I have found that even in our interpersonal communication, um, you. So it's interesting, though, because as I was reading this article, mm -hmm. I saw areas of improvement for myself. Mm -hmm. But I also thought, man, Will the Great is so good at this. Like, I, I think that you tend to quiet down, mm -hmm. listen, and then respond. It's like you will say, okay. I want to I want to respond to that, but first I want to go back to something else that you said. Yeah, and I think that that is that's what this article is talking about. Yeah, yeah, and I was bringing up um, the point about you know how you respond because I feel like you do a good job, especially when it's like written type stuff. Sure. Um, but I I my thing about this I, I I feel like I do this and I think about you know what people are saying. I try to hear what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Sometimes my problem. Uh, with how I respond is I feel like I think so much that I could have left the situation and then I have my response, oh, but it's, yeah. but it's over, it's gone. Like, you know, and Time I feel like, up. man, why didn't I? So I, sometimes I feel like I'm not quick enough with my response, like in the moment. And I feel like that's something that I wish, you know, that I was maybe quicker, but at the same time, I, I you know, because I think about what people say and I have, yeah, and, yeah. And just that it's just that my response may come a little later, but then it's almost like the moment has passed. Why didn't you say that then? You yeah, know, it's know. interesting. I think in the hesitation that you see almost as a detriment, not mm. responding immediately, maybe thinking about things after the fact. And I think you're kind of lighthandedly um, lamenting that. I don't think it's like mm. this heavy lament. But I think in that, that you're expressing, there is a security and there is a protection mm. because there's another scripture and I'm just going to pull it up here. It is Proverbs chapter 18, verse 13. Mm. It says, he who gives an answer before he hears, it is folly and shame to him. Mm. In other words, being quick to respond mm. and not really listening and taking in the information mm. is foolishness. Mm -hmm. And so I think there is a protection in our ability, or even if you feel like it's an inability to like be quick on the spot, I think there's a protection in the fact that you aren't. Mm. Because I can't tell you how many times, well, you know how how many times I have walked away from a conversation going, I wish I hadn't said that. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I wish I had just held that in and you may walk away with the opposite lament. <laughs> I wish I had said more. Yeah. And so that's why God put us together. That's right. And I think that's a, um, a compromise or a meeting in the middle of what you're saying, or, you know, what you do and what I do. Like, I think there can be uh, on your part, maybe a, a, a sense of wanting to draw back, a response yeah. so quickly and on my part to re respond a little quicker. And mm -hmm. I think that's a balance there. There's a way that it can be done where it's like the sweet spot. Yeah. You know? and, and I think that sweet spot is the word of God. I really do. Amen. I think so like where, where you are slower to respond, I think it's calling on the, the wisdom of the Holy spirit in that moment to know what is fitting to say. Right. And I think for me where I am often quick to respond, it's letting the word of God 
in the power of the Holy Spirit have the full work that mm. I think God intends his word to have. Like, I want to go back to um, James. Mm -hmm. And I think this is really interesting. When you read James chapter one, verses 19 and 20, mm -hmm. it is interesting to me. And it, you know, I think it's worth noting that this being slow to speak is connected to an emotion. And the emotion that it's connected to, I think, gives an indication of what can be primarily driving a quick response, mm. it's anger. Mm. So yeah, there yeah. may be a quick response because we love something, or there may be a quick response because of a compassionate emotion. But it seems that James here, by the leading of the Holy Spirit, connects this quick response to anger. Mm. And so it makes you think, man, if, if you're in a moment where there is an intense conversation and you feel yourself getting angry, that is the moment where you must say to yourself, okay, I need to be quick to hear. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think if it's driven by emotion, we have to really check that because mm -hmm. I think we can, I, if our emotions lead out, yeah. it can cause us to, to say and do things that we, re, we uh, regret, mm. you know, because if it's, if, if it's because of anger or uh, agitation or aggravation and that we respond, yeah. that's something that we have to like, you know, we have to bring back in and we have to understand like we we shouldn't respond out of uh, those feelings. That's right. You know, because when we do, we can lead ourselves into a lot of trouble. And let me read it again. I mean, mm -hmm. just think about this. The Bible says, so this is God. Mm -hmm. This Okay, first of all, this is God's command to us that is connected to a reason. Mm. Now that is grace, right? Like God does not owe us an explanation for his commands, but here in these two passages, James chapter one, verses 19 and 20, you see God's command to us connected to a reason. So uh, James chapter one, verse 19, it says this, you know, my beloved brethren, but everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak and slow to anger for the anger of man does not achieve the righteousness of God. Mm. So we would think that we are doing something good. Right. Um, but according to scripture, we are not. According to scripture, mm. if we are acting out and just getting things off our chest, in fact, I want to look at another scripture because we've talked about this with our kids. And it's always one of those verses where they're like, man, the Bible knows us, right? Mm. In <laughs> in Proverbs chapter 18, verse two, the Bible says, a fool does not delight in understanding, but only in revealing his own mind. Wow. Do you know how many people walk around talking about they want to give you a piece of their mind? And it's like a good thing. Yeah. I just, <laughs> you know? I had to get that off my chest. Yeah. Well, the Bible does not advocate nor instruct us to just get things off of our chest That's or right. to just get it out of your mind. Like right. there must be thoughtfulness in the way that we communicate and also in the way that we listen. And now here we have a psychotherapist. Mm. Here, here, saying you're highly intelligent if you don't do those things. Well, newsflash, the Bible beat you to it. <laughs> right, right. Like God already told us this. Right, right. I mean, it's, it's so important that we understand that. And I was yeah. thinking about what you said that the sweet spot is is the uh, word of God. And the, and the scripture popped in my mind. I was trying to find it. Mm -hmm. um, Proverbs chapter 25, verse uh, 11. It says, and I I was often like, wow, this scripture, uh, like apples of gold in the setting of silver mm. is a word spoken in right circumstances. Oh, that's so good. And so my thing is, man, and like what you're saying, you know, not to be quick to speak, 
you know, and say something and not to hold back and not to be slow, mm-hmm. but to have the right word in the right circumstance. It says like, like apples of gold in the setting of silver. It's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. You know, and, and, and that's, I'm like, man, that's the heart of, you know, in my communication, what I desire, mm. you know, to have a fitting word, the right word the, for the right circumstance at the right time, you know, and I, look, we're not going to always get it right. You know, we're human. But man, if that can be something that we try to attain, you know, try to go for, like, man, can I say something that would be edifying at the right time? Yes. That, that everybody in the room would be encouraged. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we should aim for as, as believers. That is so good. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 11. That's that's one of those commit. Commit yeah. that to memory. Like, go ahead and let that take root in your heart. Like, apples of gold and settings of silver is a word spoken in right circumstances. Like, to know what is fitting to say. Man, let me read verse 12. Okay. Like an uh, earring of gold and an ornament of fine gold is a wise reprover to a listening Oh, my ear. goodness. Yes. Amen. <laughs> it One, goes two. Right One, along two. what we're talking about. You know, <laughs> this is so good. You know, I just it's interesting to me. And and the whole point of the way I engage with articles and look at what's happening in popular culture and what people are talking about mm. is to ask the question, like, what does God's word say about this already? Yeah. You know, and, and sometimes it's to bring a rebuke or to bring a correction or sometimes it's to make a <laughs> it's to make a boast in God's word and to say, hey, this is brilliant. But God already said, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. like when they say, hey, science now reveals that we descended from two original parents. It's like, <laughs> like oh, thanks late National to the party. Geographic, but, you know, <laughs> right. the Bible already told us so. And and now it seems, hey, we're not crazy. I mean, you could have saved some of your money on that research and time. Sending people <laughs> all over the, the world and swabbing people's <laughs> cheeks and, and all of this stuff. Listen, just read God's word. I mean, yeah. you know, God has already gotten there. And, and when you arrive, he's like, hey, <laughs> you're late, but I'm glad you're here. You know, right. getting back to this article, um, this article says that some people are naturally gifted with active listening skills from an early age. And often they get the kind of feedback that sounds like you're so easy to talk to or I feel like I'm the only person in the room when we talk. And again, I was just mm. taking this all in. And thinking about what the word of God already tells us, that we need to be good listeners, that we need to not immediately respond with our emotions. This article also says that others can develop the ability through practice and then goes through some steps. Maintain eye contact with your conversation partner. Sit still instead of fidgeting. Uh, Wait for people to finish their thought before speaking. And again... These are great steps. Mm. These are great, like, you know, boom, boom, boom. But can I say, read the word, boom. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Live it out. Boom. Yeah. Right. And so then here you go. If you don't naturally come to a situation with, you know, having heard all your life, hey, you're a great listener coming to Christ and taking the word of God seriously Mm. boosts your intelligence. Yeah. I mean, it to me, it is just a no brainer. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's what the word of God does. You know, it sharpens us. It makes us in those areas where we need to be sharpened in those dull places. The word of God apply to our lives. Give us that edge. Give us that sharpness. And even if we're in a room full of scholars, come on, you know, but if we are people of the word, man, God will help us to be, you know, as quick as them, quicker than them, being able to teach them certain things that it's like, why? Remember, you know, remember, you had the Apostle Peter, you had John, you know, after after Pentecost when, Come on. when they were preaching and things like that. The people around them who were scholarly, 
they took notice that these men had been with Jesus. I, that is exactly <laughs> you know? what popped in my mind as you were talking about being in this room. Come on, go ahead. Like, these uh, unlearned these, men. Yeah, these yes. unlearned fishermen. These men, you know, they, they were astonished. They was yeah. like, man, but they've been with Jesus. You know, they were surprised in how they were able to answer. You know, but it was hmm. all about being with Jesus. And so... That can apply and should apply to us today. Yeah. You know, just because someone has so many different letters behind their name. Yes, respect. They did the work or whatever. But God can give us the wisdom that we need. We need to rely upon him for that. The culture says air your grievance, especially in a social media driven world. Mm. Just tell people what you feel. Be quick on the draw. Um, Get it off your chest. You know, you got to speak your mind. That's what the culture says. But the Bible tells us to be slow to speak, to be quick to listen, to not be driven by our emotions, to know what is fitting to speak in the right circumstance. It becomes apples of gold in a setting Mm. of silver. Mm. I'm going to be thinking about that today. This is what it truly means to resist the culture, Mm, right? And as we encourage you on a regular basis, when you resist those cultural trends that rival the truth, Mm -hmm. you remain culture-proof. Until next time, Lord willing. that you are in some ways, and I don't mean like with like a heavy hand, Mm -hmm. but I think in some ways you're lamenting that, but I see in that a blessing that actually um, is kind of woven into. (laughs) We're doing a podcast Uh, recording. (laughs) All right. And (laughs) you guys go back to your room for a minute. (laughs) definitely gonna gonna be a part of that post role that you guys have come to love (laughs) stick around friends stick around